this summer, Bruce Willis is back in business. Thanks for saving me, Jeff Cotton. And business <laughs> is booming. I was afraid you weren't going to drop by. Hudson Hawk. That excites me. Jack, please. The best cat burglar that ever lived. I didn't want to do it. All I wanted was a cappuccino. But he can't retire. Maybe nobody told you. I quit stealing. If he wants to keep on living. Watch your step. Hold your breath. Hang on for dear life. And catch the hawk. Good plan, Junior. Bruce Willis, Danny Aiello, Andy McDowell, Hudson Hawk. Sounds like a party. Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. It happens every Saturday right here on your radio dial. All you got to do is tune into us on uh, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Pod Bay FM, Cast Roller, and a host of other places, or find us on our website, Saturday Night Freak Show.blogspot.com, and talk to us on Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. My name is Colin. I'm surrounded by a bunch of internet radio superstars, including the likes of Sean, Travis, Tom, Brett. And we were once again on the countdown, the, the final days. These are the final days of Tom on the Saturday Night Freak Show as he is about to depart soon for the. Fantasy world, fantasy land. Business. Of- <laughs> I, get the, I get the feeling he's trying to burn down the house <laughs> as he's leaving. So that means that tonight was Tom's likely Tom's last freak show movie pick. <clears throat> What'd you choose for us tonight, Tom? I chose one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies, and that is the infamous Hudson Hawk from the year. And the Earth shuddered. Nineteen. 19- <laughs> Ninety-one, oh, and the year of our law, nineteen ninety-one, directed by oh who? Michael Michael Lehman. Michael, Michael Lehman. Michael Lehman. Never to be heard of again. No, I think he maybe did do something else after this. Oh, he did. Well, but he he did Heather's before this. Really, Christian Slater, Winona Ryder, and it's this is co-written. Like one of the guys, Daniel Waters, also wrote Heather's. That was his first. Wasn't he also a producer on this? The writer of this, Bruce Willis, and. Uh, they were credited with sto- <clears throat> yeah. The Bruce Willis was the writer. I thought one of the producers well, was also story. story but I thought uh, one of the producers was, uh, was also credited as being maybe it one might of have the been writers. Daniel Waters. Didn't Joel? So that's why this is so. This is yeah, why there Joel was no Silver was the produ- was the big producer. This is why there was like no hands in there to be like, is that funny? No, no, it was because the was producer because <laughs> he was buddy buddy with Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis made them a fuckload of money with uh, the Die Hard movie. Yeah, right. Die Hard 2 had come out, what, the year before this? Yeah, 1990. Ooh. So this was, uh, <laughs> this was their, like, you know, it's like, Bruce, what do you want to do? It's like, I've always wanted to do this thing because I've got this uh, alter ego Character named guy. Bruno that uh, he invented for, he's like a singer? This was yeah, going to work sings. or something. It was going to, yeah, it, he was going to sing blues, he was going to be like, what, like a James Bond character or something like that? Like, it was just going to... Well, Bruno, though. Is supposed Bruno, to go, yeah. isn't Bruno just like, he's like a but, New Jersey kind of blues man? Yeah, singer that's or it. Something like that? I guess. That's it. Can't that's Bruno. Thief. Well, that's Can't Hudson Bruno. Hawk. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. Yeah. But Bruno... Bruno's oh, we didn't just, stop Bruno. and see the song at the end. Because I swear to God, Bruno, so the song is at the credits of this oh, movie. Yeah. We didn't. Yeah. We forgot to... Uh, we'll never know. Check that out. Don't go back. <laughs> go look on YouTube or yeah, something. Yeah, we'll never know. We'll have to leave it up to the audience to decide. So this is like a 100% vanity, vanity project. 100%. And it often says, like somebody said while we were watching, it feels like everybody in the movie is on in the joke, except, on in the except, joke, the except for us. Yeah. <laughs> the audience was left out of like yeah. that. But to be serious, a lot of the jokes are really just like, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, bing, dang, out. Like, I don't know. Just weird. Like, they'll just say a, just... I don't even know. I don't there's even know a, what he. What there's a lot of weird, like, like you know, like the like, you know, do the constant like cartoon slaps or oh my god, of, the like, physical comedy. There's a lot of physical comedy with like comedy you know, quotes. like you know, almost using using like you know, like um, 
cartoon noises with, you know, like, bonk somebody's head. You'll hear, yeah. like, cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. Some, yeah, earlier you know. he bonked two guys' heads together right. and it made the bonk or whatever. Um, I, you know, it, this this movie is, is it's probably my favorite guilty pleasure movie. I mean, this movie is... It's a fun movie. You are guilty. It is a, it, to me. It is it is a fun movie. It's, fun. it's got a great sense of uh, comedy. No. Uh, can you can you explain something to me? Can you explain the story? Because yeah. I, I, I not I, even just I, the story. I want to know because okay, as far as I could count, there's four protagonists in this movie, right? There's the CIA candy brigade or whatever the hell, right? Candy the antagonist or the protagonist. The, the the antagonist. Oh, okay. Yeah, the antagonist. I think there's there's, like there's yeah there's the candy bar yeah. CIA people. There's the Vatican. There is Mayflowers. the Mario Brothers. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the Mayflowers, who are two rich eccentrics. Yeah. That whatever. So so you want like uh, and, how they relate to each other? What so the plan but is. what the thing is is I think this movie tries to make it seem like they're four people operating on their own, but I think they're all working for the Mayflowers? Is that what we're supposed to get it by the end of this movie? That it's like, even though it looks like there's four groups, they all work for the Mayflowers, right? Am I right? Yeah. Am I right yeah, here? Because the, uh, except for the Vatican, well, Except right? for the Vatican. Right. The Vatican gets kind of conned by the... They just love everything, right? The Va- Vatican gets kind of conned by the CIA. And, I mean, you know, it's beginning the the Vatican gets conned by the CIA because the Vatican... They don't. The Vatican doesn't know that the CIA is working with the Mayflowers. Right. Right. Yeah. So that was so. the big switch up. But everybody yeah. else, like the because uh, the Mario Brothers, they're uh, employed by <laughs> the Butler of the Mayflowers. There's Nintendo jokes. Are you just now getting? Just that? got it. Mario really? Just <laughs> got it. The guy doesn't know what Nintendo is, just but he, got it. he knows a pair of real. Mario In my Brothers. defense, I didn't know they they were the Mario Brothers. <laughs> Caesar and. Mario. Yeah. I didn't put the it was brothers. C- it was Caesar and uh, what was the brother's name? I forget Frank. it. Frank's not. It was Frank, Frank Stallone. Yeah, but what it was, was Frank Stallone? <laughs> Caesar. Caesar Mario. Yeah, Caesar. Uh, yeah, and but there was a second one. Caesar Caesar Caesar. I can't remember the other. So what was this movie about? Tom? <gasps> yes, please. What was it about? Yeah. Like in just the broad, from, no, no, from start yeah, to finish. I mean, yeah, try yeah, in a nutshell. Everything. Good luck. Okay. Encompass. So the movie movie starts off with starts off in a nutshell. Okay, I mean like credits roll. They show you that that. You know, Leonardo da Vinci invents a, invents a device that can basically turn lead into gold. Ooh. And that's they they start you off in the past, and then they break. They, <laughs> storybook opening. Yeah, with like a storybook and a narrator. For and some reason, like the that. narrator like he's got no point. Like he's yeah. not a character that comes into play later. It he's just, like he was from like a cartoon. I mean, it's yeah, it's like a familiar voice. Princess Bride. Exactly. It was yeah. exactly. That's what I got out of it. It got a very Princess Bride feel. Like it yeah. tried to have that sort of like storybook opening sort of deal, whatever. But so I mean, reason. you don't really realize the, the relevance of, of that doesn't come into play until. Later Ever? on in the movie. Oh. <laughs> um, that basically there's Ever. this like star that's kind of like a Rubik's Cube that can basically turn lead into gold. And then you go to Bruce Willis basically getting out of prison. And through that, the, you do like a little monologue of like, you know, hey, you're, you're, you know, the, you're the Hudson Hawk and you're one of the greatest cat thieves that are ever. And like his, his prison, prison ward, you know, his uh, parole officer hooks him up with a job. Basically, right to say you know, and they kind of basically lay that he's a really good cat burglar. And that was actually the one part of the story I found interesting was oh shit, a parole officer that like he knows all the good criminals. Yeah, why wouldn't he set up crime? That's a good idea. (laughs) It's almost like uh, uh, Breaking Bad. Bob Odenkirk's character, the lawyer. Yeah, Saul. Saul, yeah, better call Saul. Yeah. Just the idea that, yeah, hey, yeah, you already know all these people. You might as well like be the hookups. Yeah, get a piece whatever. of the action. It's just a cool idea. Yeah. yeah. It was 30 seconds in the movie. What <laughs> <laughs> a good idea. So, I mean, he, he, you know, he, he gets out. Bruce Willis gets out. Meets up with his best friend, Danny Aiello. Danny Aiello, which Tommy. you know if he's your friend in a movie, he's going to betray you. <laughs> what? Right? No. no. Every, like, mobster movie he's in, he's like, I'm sorry, Danny. I had the, you know, or whatever. Uh, so he's, he's Tommy Two Tones who owns a bar. Tommy Five and Stallone uh, eats in the bar. Frank yeah. Stallone, brother to Sylvester so Stallone. Talk about their Speaks perfect English. <laughs> way better than Stallone. I don't know well, how they were raised English. by the same mother. In, he hasn't had like, a stroke, though. I mean, Stallone. No, 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 he's very easy. He's a great point. 
For yeah. each birthday, he used the clamps on him and like cut something in his head. You know, that's for a fact. Yeah. I thought he had a face stroke. No. A face sure? stroke. Each birthday. <laughs> 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 I thought. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I thought he did. No? Yeah. That's why his whole like uh, side I, of his face uh, droops. I saw some an entire news story on it. Brent, I love you. But <laughs> it's it's still funny how Frank Stallone speaks better than his brother. Yeah, it's weird. He's like Sylvester Stallone, oh, the no. normal version. <laughs> and less muscular. Frank Stallone, star Better of, singing voice. Yeah, he's a singer and he's been he was in a, in a bunch a of... Phantom like, of terrible, the terrible. Opera. Or no, uh, he was in a version of Mask of the Red Death. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he was in a version of Mask of the Red Death. There was always like Frank Stallone, Don Swayze, Aaron Norris. <laughs> you know, they're all like... Don <laughs> they're all in these movies together in the early 90s. <laughs> directed wow. by Don Swayze. Or, or Aaron Norris. I think Aaron Norris was always the director. <laughs> <laughs> the brothers. So, but yeah, I can see happens, why they went Tom. totally cheap with the cast because it's like it looked like they kind of spent money on this movie, which yeah. has to be bad. Yeah, for them. yeah. Like, it has to be bad for their. It was like, catastrophic for TriStar. Yeah. This was the last TriStar Pictures movie that was ever released. before they joined Columbia. Yeah, huh? yeah. So really? wow, dude, wow. brought them into the fold after this. Yeah, oh. they're like, we need help, man. Columbia lost TriStar. We don't know what's course like. And then, like, you you go back and you see Danny Aiello and uh, <clears throat> uh, Bruce Willis. They, uh, I, I always thought, the most interesting fact is, like, they're, they're, when they're talking about how they're going to do the highest, they, they name off times. And they, yeah, they, the ties of the song. They, well, they, yeah, because... They, uh, they recite songs, like, how Hudson long is Hawk it going to take this to do It's like a song? genius. Yeah. like... So it's knowing like, the time of every song. The That's song like, is so when the, character thing. So like when they start a get, uh, you know, a gig, if it's going to take five minutes and they can go, we're, we're going to sing. They pick a song they know, lasts that long, then they kind of sing it in their heads, but the movie, since it's a cartoon universe, <laughs> they like sing it aloud to themselves yeah. as they're going, which I, I do like the, that, that sequence. No, that was cool. Yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. fun. That's what I remember the most from this yeah. film. And that is like probably the scene they like, Wrote a whole movie around, right? Like they knew they wanted Singing to do burglars. Oh, no. burglars. <laughs> and then they're like, let's write an hour and a half long movie around this. That's exactly what it was. Bruce was like, I like doing this. I like doing this. I want to. I want to play. Hat. Right. I want to wear this hat and these sunglasses. These sunglasses and this coat. I like how circle sunglasses. Let's make like a movie about that. Hudson Hawk, Natural Born Killer, circle yeah. glasses, or the fucking bomb yeah. in the early nineties. <laughs> I had the a whole film could have been a musical had they kept that pattern. It, going. it could have been right. Yeah. It probably could have been. natural, actually, like when uh, uh, Danny, what's his name? Hello? When he's uh, in the recording room turning off the players to uh, pause it, turn off the, the, the decks, power, yeah. then like turn it back on and play it. It did seem natural when he was sitting there singing it. Because like, a lot of times when you watch these, well, man, what do they call, what do they call they, these new type of uh, musicals that just use... Uh, do they call them jukebox musicals or something like that? All these new musicals that just use already oh, produced songs. music, yeah. Yeah, I think they call it jukebox music. I can't, I... If not, coin the term. Yeah, well, I know right there's right already a Saturday term for it. I just, whatever. But, yeah, I got that same feeling where it's like, oh my god, they could have, like, did it because it seemed natural. It seemed, right. you know... It was kind of cool that they're both not, not like real good singers. I mean, well, Danny's he's better than Bruce Willis. But Bruce Willis, if you remember, in the 1990s, Ooh, oh, had tried. a recording career. He tried. What was career. his uh, big song? Anybody? Respect Yourself? Yeah. Was it? That I was, bet you it was. It, it, Holy <laughs> shit, that was it. <laughs> that was the song. I can't believe it. No, that shit. I never even heard it. No shit. I've never heard it either. Yeah, I just know it. that's the song. Yeah, I remember that song. But it, if you were... In a movie, they would give you a record contract. If you were in a... William Shatner... You made a, if you made enough money, and you'd be like, I want to be so a singer now. I thought he just Tim, played with uh, Kevin Bacon. What's his the name? The guy from uh, Planet Hollywood. Was he? I'm sure. Well, I thought that's all. Well, he I also did. plays a mean... Uh, harmonica. Harmonica. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he does play He likes to play it at the rap good. parties for his movies. He just likes to try to be all bluesy and... I don't know. Yeah, Bruno. He's just one of those guys. He's always wanted... Like, he's been an actor, but he's always wanted to be some fucking blues artist or something like that, but the guy can't sing. He's got that, like, <laughs> pulling him aback. But, like, everybody around him, he's Bruce Willis, so no one's going to tell him he can't sing because he's Bruce Willis. You know, <laughs> right, he's right, diehard. Right. He's, like, he's a superstar. So they're just like, <laughs> yeah, Bruno, when are you going to sing that? <laughs> can't wait. Yeah. Wrap up, Bernie. Well, check out the, the Return of Bruno is the name of the album you want to I think I, I think if you want to see him perform live, I want to say the DVD of The Story of Us. 
has a like live concert of him at the wrap up. I oh, could yeah? be wrong, but it could be the story of us starring Michelle Clark. You could find it on oh. YouTube. Like <laughs> there's a concert. Yeah, you can go for yeah. sure. You can definitely find him on YouTube doing a concert. I forgot we live in that world. Yeah. <laughs> so these guys are hired to steal a, a Da Vinci, yeah, a Da Vinci, a horse. A da Vinci horse. The yeah. last gift given to the uh, Duke of Milan. Emperor, yeah, yeah, the Duke of Milan. So they break into a a uh, mu- museum and do with their whole little music swinging on a star, which is probably the set piece of this movie. Probably yeah, the best part of the whole uh, movie. It, really. it, it is probably it should be a short film. It, it is the best part of this whole <laughs> movie. I mean, it's, it's just highly entertaining. Well done. Um, just Except for the skateboard thing. I didn't get that. I like this. Well, especially because Dan Aiello like, sits on the skateboard. Yeah. Like, I can see what Bruce Willis is doing. <laughs> kind of surfing. Because they're trying to you know not be seen by the guards but in the next room. Be quiet. Stay low. We're going to roll on these skateboards. And Danny Aiello, who's the farthest away in the hallway, of course, is just kind of sitting on his. I'm like, you can clearly like see this guy's head go by. Yeah, right. You're looking out the window, but you know, it's neither here nor there. But yeah, yeah. they're <laughs> also chatting while they're going. I mean, oh, they're, they're just the whole time. That's why it's like these guys that's are not good. I mean, this right. is why and they're belting up. Their yeah, they're singing at the top of their lungs. Their lungs. <laughs> it's like it's like a children's world where you don't understand yet that it's if you don't like see it, it won't hear you. You know, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah two year olds don't know yeah. sound carries. Yeah, they don't. So are the writers of the. So uh, they so have, they steal their little horse. Yeah, because inside the horse is one of the like, one of the Vinci like split up this Rubik's cube kind of thing into three pieces and hit it like all over the place. And actually, this is one of the first most disorienting. This movie tries to do at oh least my God. It, it tries to do He's something lot, new. That was wrong. Editing. Yeah, it's creative, but it does. Or it's not bad. successful because I was no, like, what? Yeah, he like okay. So they jump off yeah. this roof to escape from the guards that are, are chasing them out of this museum. And they fall, and you see them falling, and then gonna the next hit a, shot uh, is this. This is one of like three. A, well, you right. know they're going to hit. Like they're jumping awning. onto, like, yeah, they're jumping onto, like, a So awning. they're going to be safe or whatever. But then the next shot is a shot of a chair in a restaurant, I think. Or no. No, it's like the, the apartment. Mario office. Brothers' apartment. Yeah. And they the drop into guys. it from the ceiling. Or Hudson well, just Hudson. Yeah, just Hudson And Hawk. you're like, what in the fuck just happened? And it's a whole new scene. Yeah. So that was the transition. He fell from one shot into Which I was another. like, how are they going to survive this? I wanted to see that how they're going to survive three times. That. They yeah, show yeah, them jumping yeah. off stuff, and then that's it. Oh, dude, that one in, in Italy where they jump yeah. off a roof and onto a stone, like, yeah, right. pavement. Stone pavement below. And just kind of rolled out, got up. They're like, well, if we don't show, we don't have to explain it. So. Yeah. 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 Anyway. That's like, yeah, well, the it is, it's cartoon. Logic. It is cartoon. It's fucking cartoon. It definitely logic. is, because he's fucking alive at the end. Cartoon yeah. Well, just the idea that there's the CIA group that all has candy bar names, and it's like, Kit I don't... Kit Kat? Yeah. Kit like, Butterfinger, so. Almond Joy. Okay. And he says, that, so I did like that this... scene is where I, like, I completely lost <laughs> any track of the of the film or it the storyline. Because what, they, in the newspaper, they find out that what they thought they'd stolen, the newspaper's reporting that it, it was just an attempted... Uh, uh, theft. Yes, and so they're, he's going to go to the auction house just to what see if they have the real thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's like I, I was with it to that, but then after that, when the auctioneer blows up, which was kind of cool, but and and we, excessive, and we find out these yes. two bad guys. Oh, we yeah, we meet Mayflowers. the uh, Mayflowers, May, Darwin yeah. and Minerva, Richard E. Grant and Sander Bernhard. Sander Bernhard is scary. The fucking scary. I'm sorry, most unattractive people that has ever been. Uh, ever great, but very normal looking thing. for a lesbian. Oh, I'm sorry. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna Roseanne. No, but you know what? In this, scene, I, I always liked to, her. I have. We also oh. introduced. I can't oh. help it. She, she like scared Colin. Yeah, she's she's a little like rough, but I thought she was a very good eccentric rich lady. Yeah. She was very. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I guess you but never in the movie, her as a hero. But look at the no. movie. The movie's over the top, and it's. So, I mean, oh, yeah. they probably so cast her. They knew what they were getting when they cast her. Yeah. Well, I think if they. Didn't tell her to be so over the top, she would have held back a little yeah. bit. But they told her to be over the top, and she fucking was. Oh, got yeah. it. Yeah, it was that scene where yeah. they were like, it was in a close up, and then <laughs> it, it was like, going towards her. And, and it was her, like, her oh, face is making like weird. <laughs> her mouth was just, oh, just went into the gap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I can't take it. I hope it stops. Well, oh, I did man. like her in this movie. But this movie, during the auction scene, it introduces. 
Oh, here the we go. lovely, the lovely. I don't oh, get it. Beautiful. I don't get it. I don't Amy get it. Oh my god! Uh, just watch Groundhog. No, I have it. no nothing. The guy makes She's an not attractive. Angel face. And that's more attractive than she is. <laughs> no, she is absolutely. No. She has a mustache. She's she not. A, what do she they has call, a mustache. What do they call the Jewish ladies that steal all the guys' hearts? They call them. Uh, uh, it was in Seinfeld. Kinepsis. Elaine. Oh. Elaine was <laughs> called one. Shevex. A, uh, a gypsy. Oh, Gypsy. <laughs> the Roma. <laughs> but anyway, she's no, a hot Jewish no, man. No, no, no. A mensch. No, that's the old Yeah, she's yeah, a mensch, all right. She's a mensch. I like her. I like, I, her. I, I, like you know. I've always liked I never got it. Sweet Hawaii. Never got it. You're a young kid. I've, I've always. <laughs> no, I don't think I would have. No. I've always been. Wait, 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 hold on. Delusional? Okay, okay probably. Wait, wait, whoa, ho, ho. She has a very let, let real it, woman sense Let me about ask her. you this, Sean, because you're saying you don't see it. So are you no. saying that Andy McDowell is an unattractive woman? That's crazy. She is... Uh, don't backtrack. No. She is... <laughs> she is... It, she's, it's just... It's baseline. There's It's like there's, there's no heartbeat. There's nothing she's there. She's a normal woman. It's just... Nothing. Wait, are, we, are we talking? She could be a fixture in the corner of the room. It's just nothing. Physically, her. Uh, Will you go get the the issue of Vanity Fair where her she's fucking naked with her body painted as if she's wearing a suit? Oh. <laughs> you tell me she's not. <laughs> no. I love that fucking photo. Like, I want to get a counter of Vanity Fair. Oh my god! I think it was <laughs> every Fair. month is Andy McDowell month. Painted. I just like any woman who's naked with a uh, a suit painted on, clothes painted on her. I also like every. Uh, I, I also like any woman who's naked. <laughs> I just like painted. No, it's well, about the painted clothes. Do we have clothes. to state the obvious, boys? It's I mean, about the painted clothes. It's not about the nakedness. It's about having clothes painted on. Hmm. It's a little it's about like, the nakedness. You know there, she but doesn't you're actually have clothes. Well, on. I think they airbrush nips out. <laughs> I'm not sure. Anyway, she's no. a beautiful woman. She no. is. Beautiful so. woman. I think Michael killed her career. Michael's what happened to her. Oh, I thought with, it was with the, John when she, Travolta. But she starts talking like a dolphin in this movie. <laughs> no, because that was what they I did in the late sexy. 80s and early 90s. What? I thought I swear to God, I've seen... Uh, <laughs> Everyone is backing away from their microphone. I swear I've right seen, I've seen <laughs> Julia Roberts. I swear I've seen Hannah... Uh, <laughs> Not sir, not Hannah. I think uh, you're missing it, Travis. Tom Daryl said Hannah. that he Daryl thought Hannah. that her talking in dolphin speak was sexy. Everybody's got their own <laughs> thing. I got no, like... Explain this, You got a splash poster on your wall at home? Some people probably... Just asking. Hey, I thought I... <laughs> Some people wait, like wait. fish. I, I, I find it sexy the like fact that it shows fish. her... Like, it shows a quirky side of her nature that I, I find sexually appealing. Okay, that's a... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about the movie. All right, I'll give you that. That's a reasonable explanation to that. I will sit back down. And I I would explore it, but I'm too terrified to go down that road. Terrified. It's all about a childhood experience, SeaWorld. Right. The time that fish touched you the wrong way. There was a flipper. Little mermaid splashed. Hit him upside the... A bad weekend with an uncle. Watching Flipper. Flipper. Right, watching Flipper, yeah. Oh, boy. But I like her, so fuck you guys. She's hot. Yeah. I just like it. she's a yeah, normal looking lady. Out the and, mustache, but if you were like, that's just lighting. <laughs> well, it's all lighting. And, and, no and every movie, every there is no light. There, no, there isn't. That's the problem. There is no lighting that and takes away her upper lip shadow. Her contract says she demands to be lit from below. <laughs> so, she <always> says, <laughs> so guys, don't rate me. I gotta look like I've got a five, five o'clock, o'clock shadow. First of all, all right, let's bookmark the rape comment because I want to come back to that later. Oh, yeah, yeah. regards to this movie. Christ. Yeah, really. <laughs> That was. Uh, okay, I think what? you got to touch on it now. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's some random scene where I think the uh, the candy bars are outside the apartment. Or, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And they're all sitting in the well, car and they're like, joke, "I wonder right? what they're doing uh-huh. up there." He's like, "You want me to go rape them?" And they're, they. How's it? And then uh, they give him read a your book, cu- Curious George book, and yeah, it was uh, it was green, green eggs and ham. <laughs> it, oh yeah, it's a Butterfinger, the big stupid uh, CIA guy. I did like what it the would rape, not rape used the- as a punchline. <laughs> it was it's it the 90s man it was a different time. Joke. that echoes every joke it's like they, they don't have a good sense of comedy I mean no. like they're, they're trying we for it no. this movie's hilarious <laughs> no, no, it's, it's subjectively oh it's subjectively God. hilarious I, I mean so comedy subjective and, yes but this one this I one think one I'm a fan of comedy and this one it, like every joke just misses and zooms by just what like, when the fucking uh Ball, ball, and shot the thing. I laughed at that. Yeah, the dog catches the ball. It's because he got it right in the face. Yeah. It goes flying out the... 
about almost all I liked was about like the quirkiness of Sandra Bernhardt's character. She was really quirky. <laughs> she was very quirky. Just quirky. Ball ball. Was it Bonnie? Yeah, Bonnie. Bonnie ball ball. Well, I just like rich people. I don't even think we still got to it. The whole fucking point of this movie is is Leonardo da Vinci created the thing that turned lead into gold. The Mayflowers want to get this thing. Create lots of gold to ruin the market, and so like, they can take just over create the chaos world. is all they wanted to. Well, they, everybody needs a hobby. Yep. This is one of those movies. If if yeah, no and they need Bruce Willis, <laughs> who's a cat burglar, to basically go and steal all the pieces. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That's simple. And cartoon. You know, you're using the CIA and the Candy Brothers to Candy. People Candy bars. Keep it That's their code yeah. name. Yeah. But, I mean, like, even taking the... There's a post office rail system that goes into the Vatican, and that's how he sneaks in. To that's a joke! The, it's a joke, but, I mean, it's a big part of the plot, too. How's that a it's, joke? I don't get it. What's going on here? Well, it's that they can do... I mean, they keep throwing Bruce Willis in a box and putting stamps on him and <laughs> They <laughs> do, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a running gag. That and that he never gets his, uh, well, yeah. His cappuccino. Yeah, his cappuccino. He's, always, yeah. he's trying to get a cappuccino. It gets shot out from under him. It's uh, well, laced with some kind of poison. The brakes, and then he's in the car and spills it spills. It. Yeah. yeah. The perfect little... But, I mean, even that is just like, I mean, you can see it coming from a mile away. Yeah. And it's... Yeah, okay. It's it's a I guess an okay through joke, but I've seen sitcoms that this, are funnier than this. You know what this movie this movie's it feels like the real version of Last Action Hero. Where, <laughs> you know, like it's this oh, yeah. big budget thing that they're trying to do and everybody's in on it and nobody's saying maybe we should uh, you know, jump ship on this and go a different way. And it made it to the theater somehow. I'm not sure how, but yeah. it's just had Bruce Willis' yeah. name on it. Yeah, yeah Bruce Willis' name. It, it, but I mean, it, like, it's largely a Bruce Willis vanity project. At no time like, were like the editors like this kind of sucks. Like, oh, like are they? They, they were all under control. Like I said, like if you, look, I'm pretty know. sure the the writer is or also the producer, which is also. I mean, it's like. Yeah. Everybody got the writer of Die Hard, Stephen E. D'Souza. He, it's him and Daniel Waters wrote it, based on a story by Bruce Willis and the producer. Yeah. So I don't know, like if that just involved them, you know, spitballing ideas in a room to these guys who eventually wrote it. They Actually, probably had probably all the jokes. D'Souza, I bet, was the writer, and then Waters because uh, Lehman had just done a movie with him, brought him in to do like the final polish on it to bring it like in line with something that he could actually make it's probably how it came about oh to me it seems like you know you know it just seems like just seems like uh they're having fun on the set you know that is apparent yeah yeah but that's the thing it's it's a joke between them you know that like they're hoping it's infectious enough that the audience kind of gets in on that i mean like bruce willis when i was watching this i'm like Oh, this is the moonlighting Bruce Willis. Yeah. It's not the diehard Bruce yeah. Willis. Yeah. It's the moonlighting Bruce Willis. Exactly. It's slapsticky. Well, that's comedy. what he's always wanted to go to, right? That's why he did the story of us. He's always wanted to be a comic actor. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's like really like you don't see this Bruce Willis nowadays at all. He's always like the really uh, like you know half the smile, squinty yeah. eye. He's Action. got the wry kind of thing. He's yeah. always morose yeah. and kind of, you know, upset, yeah. but he can this beat is, your ass. This is him, like, he's just smiling and His wife is always divorcing him. Fun. And I, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I, I found, like, with him and, and Danny Aiello being Hold together, on a second. I, just, I found that very infectious. Is Bruce Wilson a movie where he's happily married? Is he always divorced or going through a divorce? <laughs> Most of the time. Uh, Fucking always. Uh, Unbreakable story of us, both about divorce. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was happily married in the six months. Anybody's dead. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, if you haven't seen it yet, sorry. So he pines for her. For he, but he wasn't happily married because weren't they having right, trouble? Right, they were having that's trouble. Why, that's uh, why he was uh, at the dinner like, you're no, not talking they're to me. Having yeah, trouble they're, having trouble. they're having trouble because he's dead. No, they were having trouble before he died. I'm no, just saying, I'm just saying he's not in a movie where he's in a happy relationship. No, Die Hard 2, they're doing okay. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't think so. That's big hugs at the end. Yeah, well, it was big hugs so. at the end of the first one. 
Yeah, but in the second trouble. one, she's on the plane and like they're all good, but he's like, my wife's on that plane because she's the object yeah. of value that he must save. I think that I'll say the first I heard carries over to that one it doesn't count. Voids it out. Yeah, well, it does. I mean, that because he's still going through the divorce. Is the <laughs> right? <laughs> he's still going through the divorce in the first one. Yeah. And just after the incident at Tekken. I was like Takahoma, Takahoma, Takahoma Plaza. All right, so, so well, here's the thing. So, <laughs> speaking of the whole Die Hard connection, obviously, this is from the same producer, same writer, same star, and there's so there's an expectation. I I would expect that the audience had at that period of time that like this is going to be an action movie, action comedy. So there are some action moments mm-hmm. in this movie, such as. The crazy, uh, like, uh, the fucking ambulance? Oh, the, the ambulance, the ambulance chase, chase is, oh my is, God. is, is, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I blacked man, that out. It's, uh, it's so great because it's, it's, it's great, like, great. he's what? like, oh my God, tolls, exact change. He reaches in his pocket and he's like, gotta throw the change in the thing. Right, you, say, you keep using it. that word. I don't think you know what it means. It's <laughs> <This is> great. <laughs> man. But, wait, we should, we should be explicit. At this point in the movie, Bruce Willis is flying down one of the New York bridges on a gurney. Yep. Yeah. He's lying on a gurney, has to go through a toll booth, throws the change in. And there's a motorist passing by, and the girl in the passenger seat goes, Hey, mister, are you going to die? Yeah, see, it falls yeah, flat. Yeah. It was, it's Not just funny. like all of that stuff in there. I don't There get were it. a couple of moments where he was like, or whatever, that I thought was amusing. It's amusing at times. It's amusing. Yeah. It's amusing, like physical, like in the way that a cartoon drawing is, and that seems to be again like, yeah, what they were going for. Yeah, he's supposed to be like fucking his... Bugs Bunny or something yeah. like that. But it, yeah, it, it you know, I got that too. It's like it's it, he's supposed to be like, like a coyote yeah. or something. No, you know who does? I think it's Bart Simpson. Like what? if you if you watch him, I think it's Bart Simpson because he always he's has on like, a skateboard. Yeah, is well, yeah, he, but he always has a quick comeback for everything that like this. These people well, that's like the straight man. Authority. The straight. That's Kermit the Frog. Sure. Whoever well, has the, the I'm looking at a weird situation and I'm commenting to the audience more than I'm commenting to the people I'm standing around. That's the straight man in the comedy. I'm just thinking of the time that this came out. I mean, who was the biggest <coughs> cartoon influence was Bart Simpson. Yeah, their like childhood influences may have been like Looney Tunes. I mean, like the sounds yeah, and stuff like, like that. It's, it's very Looney yeah, Tunesy with the yeah, definitely what people like. Uh, well, when they, you know, yeah, yeah, because yeah. El Barto, that's just going back to like Dennis the Menace. That's right. going back to the the, you know, I don't want to get into the whole uh, <laughs> history. Of what animated separates hijinks. animated hygiene characters from other <laughs> right? Well, yeah. I thought Richard but. Richard E. Grant also kind of plays. The, he's playing the movie the same way or to the same tone, the level that Bruce Willis is trying to play at. Richard E. Grant, I mean, I, I think, you know, whether you like it or not, I think that the performance that he does was in keeping in tone with what the movie wanted him to do. Definitely. Which is, he's he's a very intense guy. I mean, we watched Warlock, you know, here a couple uh, months ago, and like in that and in this, it's like when he commits to something, there's no halfway. He's like all the way in, and it like a cranked up to 10, yes. you know? He was killer in Spice World. You know, for the uh, for the camera. Did you just ruin another one, <laughs> dude? No, Spice man. World. Oh, oh you shit. should. It's totally I mean, awesome. No, yeah. totally. <laughs> well, I can't no. That's a repeat viewer. Richard Grant. No. Repeat viewer. I think Danny Aiello's character. He's kind of um, <laughs> he's kind of stuff. He's just like he's uh, he's just there. He's just having fun, just hanging out. He's a pretty good sidekick. Yeah, that's what his role is. He's to be yeah. the side, the jolly sidekick to our, you know, hero. Yeah, he's just jolly. Yeah, all the time, even when apparently he's betrayed our. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I betrayed you. Sorry, I betrayed you, man. You gotta understand. I thought this was for the best, and then you know he's working. But I got a plan forward. to get us out of this. It's, we'll, we'll have fun. Yeah, you know, that's what really fucks this movie up. Is every scene is automatically disregarded by the next scene. Every scene. Oh, that's Every true. scene that's like, oh, we work so... Okay, like, when he goes to rescue... Uh, uh, oh, my God. How I, Andy McDowell. We're going to fucking remember this. Andy I just McDowell. watched this goddamn movie. They go to rescue Andy McDowell. They go through all the shit. Uh, Danny, whoever, falls off the thing and dies. And then they just end up right back with the Mayfly. It's just like, they went through all that. just to end, Just all they did was add Bruce Willis to the scene. 
of them with Andy McDowell in the chair. Whatever. That's all they did was actually, even though they went through this whole sequence on how they were going to like get out, all they did was put Bruce Willis's character in the scene with her sitting right, there. Even though we went through this whole adventure, <laughs> and then hey, Cassandra Bernhardt gets knocked yeah. out and everything, the and then it's all back, and it's just the way it was. The same fucking way. Yeah. Every it worked for Indiana Jones. That's did it though? I don't think Indiana Jones is like that, is it? It totally is. You take out Indy out of that movie, all that shit still happens. No, but I'm saying that I'm saying that it's like okay, right now me and you are in the same room. If we're like, Watch let's bad. get out of here, and like do a whole bunch of adventures, and da, 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 and then we just end up right back here, and it's like we got to think of another thing to do. It's just like, well, but why don't you just go off with what you were already doing? And it says Travis. Travis is right because they, they they go. They, they, they robbed the museum, steal the horse, and in the very next scene, they're oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. here's a paper that says you never stole the horse. Yeah, Every scene. Because like, you stole a fake. You stole a fake. <clears throat> but yet, the crystal was in the real horse right. that yeah, you stole. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, that, that's the one part that, like, how'd you steal a fake if... If it had the crystal. If the it had crystal. the crystal, so that was the original. I thought it, she said it wasn't the original because she said I knew that wasn't. Or I was paid to say it was. Oh, see there you go. They, yeah, they, that they, was a fake when they're at the auction house. That was a fake. Because then they blow it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know why they blew it up well, to destroy the fact that it was a fake. Oh yeah. Oh my God! This movie fucking totally makes no. No. Everything no, why that happens to destroy that it was a fake. Then why not just say that it was stolen and then they don't have to worry about that. Yeah, but then yeah. Yeah, the CIA the Vatican. Yeah. They're they, dealing with it. Can't have the bad. I want to throw things at the wall. All right, so the can't CIA, the, the CIA is led by uh, James Coburn, star of Our Man Flint. Oh, I've got a great number. James Coburn impression. That's it. Uh, too bad that doesn't work in a podcast. <laughs> well, the first time that we met James Coburn, he had a different nose, a mustache, a beard, and he was bald. Apparently, so that's why Bruce Willis doesn't recognize his character in this. And now he commands a squad of uh, codenamed experts, punks. They're the MTV agents. That's the fucking worst part of this whole goddamn movie is, is he is on that bridge and that highway doing that gurney thing. And he just so happens to slide <laughs> up, rolls up right to the dude, the CIA guy. It's like this fucking movie's retarded. So there's Kit Kat, David Caruso, and what's his deal? He eats Kit Kats, he's dressed in red, and That's then eventually they, he doesn't speak. No, he, 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 he doesn't, he doesn't speak. speak, and he always disguises himself. It was just a joke so the woman could say, you should have seen what it was like when we were named after diseases. Do you know what it's like being named Chlamydia for a year? Huh, huh, huh. The woman. Yeah. Don't you da, 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 almond da. joy? Fucking stupid. This fucking movie should be buried at sea. (laughs) Should be forgotten in the annals of history. I wish that this was in the Library of Alexandria when the Christians and the Muslims (laughs) fucking fucked that library over. God! (laughs) (laughs) Did you just realize that until tonight? Mm. No, I saw this when I was like 15 or so, and I haven't seen it in about 10 to 15 years, and I know there's a reason why. I remember there's a reason. You're only 25 years old? No. I know. I'm not telling you. My age is a mystery. <laughs> huh. I'm, I'm wise. I am immortal. Yes. But it seems like we've only touched on the parts that I understand. And I do not understand this fucking well, okay, movie. What are you talking about? There's the like nothing to understand. understand. They don't yeah, understand what do you, the movie. What do you not understand? The Mayflowers wanted... Mayflowers wanted the Mayf- the economy, fuck everything up, chaos. It's like the Mayflowers hired yeah. the CIA who hired the Vatican. Ooh. Who basically from when he wakes up in Rome on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they but, go to Rome. So who hired oh, yeah. the Mario They went to they spent money to go to Rome. Yeah, uh, so Mayflowers. Yeah, Mayflowers. And what happens to the, the Mario the butler? Brothers. It was the Mayflowers butler hired the Mario well, the Mario They died Brothers. in the ambulance crash. Jersey, they died in the ambulance crash. Oh, did they die? In the- yeah. I would assume. Oh, yeah, okay. they Luigi, Mario, you yeah. okay? Yeah. Does it ring bells? He's going by on the green. Uh, is that what he said? I heard the it's, Are You Okay? But did he say yeah. Luigi Mario before yeah. that? Was it, in, it was in Collisionville or something like that. Oh. Something <laughs> there was a huge explosion. One of them got thing. a bunch of syringes to the face. Yeah. 
Yeah. scared himself. Yeah. I like how it scared him. Okay, Frank Stallone was in the same scene as the guy getting his face pierced with all the syringes. Then for some reason, he's in the front seat with the driver. And as the guy with the syringes comes in, it scares him too. It's like, you just saw that happen. How does that scare? How does that catch you by surprise? I mean, yeah, I guess you didn't expect the guy to get up and walk or something like that. But still, I was just like, you just saw that happen. Why were the syringes in the upside down? Because that's where he puts her. What? Yeah. And what's the apparatus? Yeah, is no, uh, what is the apparatus that Bruce Willis uses over the book in the Vatican to make the thing not fall? Uh, How does that? Uh, work? I don't even know because it doesn't even work. Because the the uh, the all they show they show him set up that thing because whatever the book is there and there's some page is supposed to fall down. There's lasers. There's lasers. Oh, there's lasers. So he yeah. puts up a mirror. So he puts up two mirrors. To then block the, the uh, he like walks away. And then the uh, up the security line. guy fishing walks line. up. He like has a fishing line, pulls it off, and the things come down. Yeah, it's like so. Didn't the mirror? Wasn't the mirror supposed to stop? Well, yeah, but there was also like a pressurized There's like a, sensor. The blue, blue wire. wire. Beware the blue wire. Oh, yeah. The wire that Kick had knew about. Oh my uh, god, it all makes sense. Kick and he had no purpose. He kept on dressing up exactly like the same people. Like he was right. a doppelganger for characters, but they never utilized him the whole right. movie. Yeah, never. yeah. Are you talking about he got to pose as? Uh, but for he no didn't utilize it. He got. To he didn't utilize for, it. No, no, I agree with that. He got to dress up as Andy McDowell, and he got to dress. But that's up just being as a doppelganger. He doesn't utilize it. No, they no, didn't. That's they, true. They didn't utilize it. They, they utilize it. Why do it? Why do it? They utilize it for jokes that kind of felt it's funny. But they weren't even jokes. All it was was, I'm copying you. That was the joke. I'm copying you. That was yeah. a joke. It's it was. That's a four year old joke. Yeah. Well, that's all those characters. Yeah, all yeah. four yeah, of this the uh, movie. Four or five. Whatever the <laughs> the candy bars had like no fucking point to be in this the, movie. The whole point. Yeah. <laughs> they were watching Hutch and Hawk and making like horrible jokes. Yeah. Fall flat on their face. And were they, were, were they in on it with Andy McDowell? I mean, were they in cahoots? No, no. she's separate. I, she I don't even separate. really know what yeah. the fuck. Yeah. It's like the CIA she's kind a sister of, with the Vatican. Yeah, so she, it turns out she's a nun, but she's, she's in nun. love with Bruce Willis. She's, like a, she she's a nun, him. but she's a member. Of like, she's she's a nun, but she's then she's nun. also kind of like a secret agent nun. Secret agent nun. Secret agent nun. Yeah, Tom, if something's going to turn you on, it should be the nun. Nun's exploitation right here. Oh, yeah, it was. That was. Like, you see her in the confession booth and you just see her face. So she just thinks she's confessioning, but when she steps outside and she's in her full nun guard. She's a penguin. It's called a habit. And then then she's like, well, you got. And then the priest is like, well, you got to go. You got a mission to go, you know, tell Hudson Hawk. And then. She puts on sunglasses and that just another thing <laughs> fell flat. Like I understood what they're doing. Like oh, I get it. She's a secret agent nun. Yeah. But if you're already in the Vatican wearing your nunnery suit or whatever the fuck, what is the point of it, this fucking movie? They just don't think at all in this movie. Not for a second. It's like they came up with what was funny. Like the night they were like stoned off their ass or something and they never went through a second draft or whatever or they never did not read it when they were high or something yeah, like yeah. that they're just like yeah dude <laughs> not thinking about anything no. I or when they're paralyzed on the couch except for their heads and they're just like ah oh my god oh, oh that was terrible no, that was horrible they, they, they I'll take my head and then they're like arms are swinging right. I mean just everything about this fucking movie is supposed to be a joke but it's not a joke it's just like there was the god oh, phone the god phone father he's up to something and then the uh, she's talking to a Jesus. crucifix and then it yeah. lights up that was funny because like at that point it's like what the fuck you Come are upstairs. like <laughs> that's in a because like, at that point you don't know if that's in her head or like because in this movie you really don't know yeah but it was stupid. and the pope watching Mr. Ed dubbed in Italian that was, that was pretty good too well, it's like when pope's swinging on the uh, antenna upstairs and interfering with the signal yeah TV signal you remember that kids we used to have TV signals that came over no whatever well even They'd if you have a new snowy. TV you still have a fucking rabbit ear yeah, but it's it so doesn't stupid. go snowy <laughs> this is a relic of an ancient oh that's age. right it doesn't go snowy it just yeah. stops in pixel lights which is yeah. much worse much worse <laughs> I, I, I liked it when it went snowy because at least like yeah, it's snow. You can you can actually get something. You can hear like, something. Yeah, like you kind of had a picture. I hate the came future. In. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not anymore. Yeah. Yeah, there it isn't. It's like 
All right, so at the end of this film, there's another heist or something. They yeah, have to sing another there, song. There, there was another I may have been sleeping scene. through this part. There, I'm not. It was sure. when they were. No, that's when they were saving Andy McDowell. Was yeah. they were singing again while shooting these dumb side rockets? Side by side, side by side. Let's talk about the fucking Nerf gun rockets. They just had like a stupid really suction was. cup on the front of it. It was so fucking. Yeah, yeah Snickers Snick didn't end up ammo with that. that. I mean, like they had unlimited ammo, but I didn't see yeah. them carrying this shit around. Well, you know, yeah. you know where that gun came. From from. I have no idea. Okay, the gun Ayla? came Kit from Kat. the Kit Kat when they it's a CIA gun, and it sucks a cup to up. his head. No, I mean, exactly, exactly. Oh, <laughs> the thing I said, was when they were Snickers, yeah. fucking Snickers, <laughs> Snickers. <laughs> gives a fuck with the poison darts. <laughs> yeah, after yeah, the whole that scene, same scene at the end of that. At yeah. the end of the yeah. scene, they get the grenade gun, and then they use oh. the grenade gun. On the assault on the Leonardo, Snickers about to. Then all they do is kill side by side. Which is, like, it's another singing number, but they don't really sing that much of that song. I think they could have done, you yeah. Know, I wanted, that, to, like, I want to see more of that. Right. Like, I mean, like. Well, they don't have the full uh, accompaniment score with that either. Like, the first one, it's like the score runs the whole they, way yeah, out, they, and they, they, they the bring song. their bit in when, you know, right. time is. Yeah. Uh, their cue. Yeah. But not so much with Side by Side. No, yeah, on the on the on the on the on the soundtrack because I own the soundtrack album to this. I, I believe that one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean there is the singing of the star with, with you Bruce know, and with Bruce and Danny Aiello yeah. and side by side with. And I think there's another song by Danny Aiello and, and Bruce Willis. So yeah, there's a couple songs sung just straight up by. Yeah, I think it's a relic of its time. I really do. I'll save that for my wrap up, but man. You just it's you totally just you let that go. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> Suspense. So yeah, so oh, I mean, I guess at the end, you got um, uh, the world's hideous woman, yeah. uh, or the loveliest lesbian. <laughs> Actually, what happens to her is pretty awful. That's I did like Rossi. Portia de Rossi is the world's loveliest lesbian. That's horrifying. She's still. She's still Yes, let me. Okay. Yep. Yeah, they they take. You know. You never know. We'll talk to you next week. Is that your annual Porsche de Rossi check? Everybody, she. Yep. He takes the start. You know, he he takes the 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 Rubik's cube device, and he gives it to him. He somehow he he is the one. What the fuck was up with that? It's like we we spent all night trying to put this Rubik. Or it's like it's a star piece or whatever that you put together, and they couldn't figure out how to put. Yeah, but Bruce Willis has the magic hands. He can get out of the fingers. Plus, they don't realize that there was there was three parts, and he only put the other really dumb parts. But wouldn't they give it to her because she's like no? Because he's got the magic hands. Yeah, that's what doesn't make any fucking sense. They're like pointing a book at her, like what is the secret? What is probably should have given it to her. This fucking movie sucks. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't know what it's doing at all. Every scene is pointless. Every scene end, is just a reason to make a worthless joke that falls flat on his face. I enjoyed some of them. Some of them, I can't remember what they you were. You can't remember which ones, I right? That it was amusing at the time. Well, I think Sh- I laughed once or twice. Sean said when we were watching it, like, "What are we in the 18th act?" <laughs> yeah, because like by the time you get to the climax, it's like you could have cut out like 12 scenes before we got to this point. That's very true. Because that was the scene where they had Andy McDowell, and they spent fucking 15 minutes singing, blowing up things. And then all they did was go right back to the same scene, but added Bruce Willis to it as a kidnap, as a as as part of the kidnapping team. It's like. That was fucking pointless. This fucking movie. Why was uh, Sander Bernhard wearing that gigantic, like, halo kind of thing around? Yeah, it was a rich person's hat. She's just like part of the dress. She's She's eccentric. Yeah. Eccentric Eccentric. rich person. You know, this movie ends just like Danger Diabolic. Everybody gets covered in, all the bad guys get covered in gold. Liquid gold. Liquid gold, yeah. Solidifies Mm -hmm. the Liquid gold. They fucking stole it. It's Italian. That's true. Call on it right here. They couldn't have stole anything <laughs> for this movie. <laughs> and purely, I guess Danny Aiello, like he's in a car and the car goes off the cliff and blows up. And clearly, he's dead. And you're dead. dead. Danny Aiello's dead. That sucks. And then uh, after they escape on the Leonardo da Vinci they, flying machine, they yeah. escape on the Leonardo. Which why they is land that? in a field of kids? Oh, why? Why? Why is Leonardo? I mean, 
Why it's, is they're in Da Vinci's like, castle, so all this shit's all his laying around. Yeah, because everybody keeps that stuff. Right. Like, I mean, it's still your house. Hang it out, right? Dead, right. Yeah. Your shit's going to stay there. For That's a really good shape. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they fly off on that, and do a little flight sequence to the Italian countryside, land in a field. The kids then steal hey, kids. the fucking... Uh, <laughs> Kids! <laughs> Very enthusiastic, Bruce Willis. Yeah. It's hard to like articulate Bruce Willis's enthusiasm throughout but this just, movie, it, like because yeah. it's not like ornery Bruce Willis. Yeah, the, the Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis he's always happy. He is smiling. He is laughing. He's doing what he's he wants telling to do, man. Jokes. He's just having a good time, and it's like to me, it's it's infectious. Like I mean, like. I mean, I guess we'll get to this in my wrap-up, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell And then you. Danny Aiello shows up. And, and, like, oh, my God. Yeah, but Danny Aiello's like, yeah. And then, Airbags. The, Can you believe that? Airbags. Can believe it. There's a sprinkler system in the car. Can, Can you, you believe that? that? Yeah. yeah, that's probably how it happened. Probably, That's the whole it's movie. Probably right there. how it yeah. happened. It's probably how it happened. Why? Because they actually don't. I know. feel like they were all three. Like that's the movie. Like they're all three. Just the whole movie is them three just sitting there telling a story, yeah. and they keep. And yeah. it's just them like making up stuff to add to the story as but, we go along. And then at the end, it's just people going, "Yeah, that's probably how it and, happened." Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, is I mean, like when you actually. <laughs> When you're like trying to psychoanalyze the movie, what? But like <laughs> the movie, the movie, the movie opens with a storybook, and the movie ends with a storybook. So in reality, the movie is a storybook version of this. Does anybody feel like they added the beginning? Yeah, I feel like they added the beginning. Yeah. Wait, I feel like they're like this the, movie sucks. The storybook bitter. The no, the just the Da Vinci in the past. They had to have but been there because that. they had to set up the the. I guess so. Hitting the machine for the end. Yeah. I guess so. Same set and all that. The question is, why did they take out that fuck in the beginning? Right, or something. One too many it. fucks. It's a, yeah. Yeah. It's rated R. It felt yeah. I mean, that was the thing. It was like it's weird because it has this like cartoon level humor, but it's got this kind of like obscene like you know tone. Not but see, tone, I, but I, it, I, it rides I, that last that action hero line where you don't know like well how serious songs. do I take some of this stuff? Yeah. And there, there's action pieces. They're cursing a lot, but they're also doing pratfalls. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think the movie would have done better had like you know. Had it been actually PG thirteen or something like that? Oh, had you taken out have, some of the, it? It was have, funny, but I mean, it would have took or, it out. It would have, it would have took it out. Like, well, yeah, I think I think he's right because you're appealing to a more childish audience with the cartoon humor, and then you're also adding the fucks and the because by blood. adding the fucks means that you know parents aren't going to take their kids to it. There, there's you know you have to be seventeen in order to get into the movie, so that. That's why, like, a lot of movies, like, you know, want the PG-13 rating, because you get more audience uh-huh. going to this. So I think it would have been better had it... Been... I don't think it would have saved this movie. Because, I mean, there, there, there's well, no... Most people actually saw it. I mean, like, the critics fucking... Like, I was just the looking critics over... critics fucking hated stuff. this movie. They hated yeah. it. It was amazing. They, we all watched it. <laughs> they hated it. And uh, the... Um, what was I going to say? The the advertising campaign was like, you know, this came out a year after Die Hard 2. Yeah. Bruce Willis is the action guy, and they sold it as a, as a straight action. Catch the action. Oh, really? Catch the you adventure. Must. Catch yeah. the hawk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Swinging across yeah. the hawk. Yeah. All you ever saw was him swinging, like, splash yeah, buckling. Yeah. And, like, that, he does it twice, and it's really shitty swings. Like, right, almost yeah. almost hits the ground. It's bad editing. And, uh, yeah. 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 I was yeah. so disappointed. I thought he was going to be swinging around these banks and stealing. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's it, it, yeah, it's probably billed as an action movie, but in reality, it's a it's a know. surreal comedy. Yeah, I don't even know how else to describe it. Yeah, it's, oh yeah, yeah. No. it's surreal. I mean, the the universe that it takes place in has its own rules. Yeah. It's, not it's just like a Hot reality. Shots movie, shitty cousin. It, but like, it tried to. Yeah, it's like it wasn't parody. It though. wasn't there though. So that's yeah. why it's the shitty cousin. That's why it's shitty. It's because yeah, it, yeah. you can't you can't totally disregard that reality without going the full way or something like that. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, yeah. there's a very uncomfortable. Fucking very blurred reality. I think there's some people who can do it and do it well. Again, you know, not coming up with examples here, but I know I've seen it done well, but this was, you know, well, let's wrap up. Now. I would say, what's his name? Uh, yep. uh, the English guy. Who does Porky it? English guy. Uh, Roberto Bernini. No. The, 
the one's just, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Isn't he Italian? Mr. Jones. No, he's Lockstock. Uh, Mr. Bean. Oh. Oh, Guy Ritchie? Yeah. Ritchie. Yeah. Guy fucking Ritchie. <laughs> I wanted Bean that to go on for another five minutes. But those are quirky. The... Those are the yeah. same. There's a non-reality, but there's a reality. Yeah. It's yeah, like the non-reality is in the way he's making the movie, not the movie itself. Yeah. The this is the non-reality is in the universe. It's right. not necessarily the filmmaking, the filmmaker's non-reality of looking at the situation. Yeah. You know? Mm. So I think people do do this sort of quirkiness successfully. It's just these guys, they didn't fucking know what the fuck they were doing. Just... I think they were just having fun. I well, think that they doesn't. That's, that's not problem. worth like five hundred thousand dollars. How much this piece of shit cost? How much it cost? Oh, I'm sure it's a million. Budget. Millions. It had to be like thirty million. I know it had to be million. Fucking waste. Total <laughs> waste. Oh, you could feed children in Africa with Fuck. that amount of money. Okay. Well, should we start wrapping? Yeah, wrap yeah wrapping it up. Uh, it's Brent. Yeah, it starts with me. Brent with Jeez. the wrap up. Wrapping it up. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really feel like this movie needed to pick a lane and stay there. Like, <laughs> choose your lane. Cho- choose a lane, sir. Uh, it's... $65 million budget. <laughs> <laughs> it's a $65 million dollar budget. Isn't that what it cost for Jurassic Park? No. <laughs> Box office was $17 million. <laughs> <laughs> like that's worldwide. No, it's probably domestic. Oh, uh, sorry, bro. I, I'm even surprised. No, I'm guessing that's all. How, of how it. did Joel Silver even survive this film? Well, I mean, well, I mean, he had what, another lethal weapon. <laughs> yeah, he made other movies. You know, yeah. <laughs> he had other avenues. He's like, no, I can fix it. I can fix it. It's Hold cool. on. Well, actually, no. Wait, when you think about it, like his career even kind of went to shit in the '90s until uh, the Matrix, right? Brought him back. Well, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. He never yeah. became like the Bruckheimer. Bruckheimer. No. You know, kind of trumped him, I think. Did he do Last Action Hero? Was that a Joel Silver? I don't think so. I don't think so. Anyhow, uh, yeah. I mean, when when you're dealing with a a film of this caliber, this big budget production, you really want somebody on set that knows what they're doing. And it doesn't feel like anybody really knows. I mean, you're giving all of this credit to Bruce Willis, who's who's a fine actor, or was, but can he be. he can be. Um, but you don't want to like give him total creative control. And I'm not saying that's what happened here, but it feels like that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it feels like he's like, yeah, well, let's do this. Bugs Bunny, that's cool, right? Sixty-five million dollars <laughs> oh for God. a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, and it didn't work. I mean, Bugs Bunny at least is funny. I would, I would say, I would pass it. I, <laughs> I mean, I think you have to pass. That's it. All right. Uh, yeah. So I've seen this movie twice in my life. Once when I was younger, you know, when it was new, and I watched it, and I remember like thinking at the time that it was quirky and funny, and I hadn't seen anything really like it before, and I didn't really care, you know, I, you know, that it was. I didn't think it was supposed to be an action movie. I just saw it for like what it was, or however the fuck I got to see it at the time. And it was like, oh, it's just kind of cool. I don't know why everybody's like slagging all over it, you know. <clears throat> so fast forward to today, I was kind of like, yeah, we got to see Hudson Hawk, and I'm watching it. And I'm like, oh man, this movie really is like seriously broken on some you know level. I don't think that. Uh, I don't know if I hated it as much as like everybody else did. I mean, and again, that could be because I'm carrying some remnants of that original experience with me. But uh, there is a lot of stuff that I do like in it. Um, you know, I mean, I like the. I guess I like the the tone of it. Maybe I, I like that it's kind of they're trying to do something that's different. You know, they took a gamble. They try to create this surreal kind of you know comedy. I think sometimes it actually does work. Most of the time it doesn't work. But it's cool that they're actually trying to do something that wasn't like cookie cutter, you, you know, the same uh, thing that, you know, that you would ex- or whatever the expectation was. It's just they took a gamble and I think they ended up on the wrong side of that. Um, so I think, yeah, I think in good conscience you can't actually say, like, dude, you got to go see Hudson Hawk. Although I think there is some good stuff in it. Uh, I think if you're a Bruce Willis fan or completionist, you know, I mean, obviously you got to check it out. But uh, and I think it's you know Richard E. Grant's performance in it is like you know better than the movie deserves, and probably you know Danny Aiello is just like you know a good solid you know performance. He didn't do anything to embarrass himself. I don't think. That's true. 
But it's got fucking Sandra Bernhard, man. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's just, it's really hard to get past she that because she is a fucking hideous, hideous human being. <laughs> I'm sorry oh, if damn. you're listening to this, you know, I mean. Sorry, Sandy. Uh, yeah, Sandy. Might be. Well, and, she did do a uh, comedy special, Pregnant, with a see-through dress. She on. did. I remember that. So she is kind of. I was like, <laughs> I'm just saying in the face, like she, her body just was like, she worked out or something. I mean, she was like from the neck down, but there was not a whole lot of cleavage, but you know I mean? Like she was in fine physical form. And Andy McDowell was the complete opposite of that. Up, she was like, it was just like, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know. It was a mask of, not it's going to now probably stay with me and my haunt my dream. Uh, so that's, it's going to be a pass on Hunts and Hot Dogs. Yeah, this movie's going to haunt my dreams. Oh, it's, it's, it's bad. Um, this is a joke or two that, you know, I laughed at, I'll admit. But it's just, it's giving Bruce Willis creative control and it going horribly wrong. Um, I don't even like the way the people dressed in this movie. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't like this movie. Well, that were, that's where I think the '90s come in. Oh, definitely, like Early big 90s. suits and just, ah, oh, just, just bad. Not funny. I, it's just zany. Bruce Willis is not. Wait, did you watch Moonlighting? This was he's he, a fucking he kid. This? Of course, he didn't watch Moonlighting. He probably wasn't even fucking bored yet. Went, I've probably seen an episode of Moonlighting. Yeah, it's on. I've probably seen an episode of Moonlighting. Sean has to get a ride to the freak show by <laughs> <laughs> on his bike. I got I got dropped off. Um, but yeah, I, I can't recommend it. Even as a, I don't know. Even as a as a Bruce Willis completionist, I don't I don't know if I could recommend it. Like it's just it's just not a good movie. Uh, it tried at something, but it failed. I can't recommend it at all. Ugh. Bam. <laughs> Done. Well, your anger for it, it seems to have subsided. I, well, I, <laughs> it's yeah. over. It's like, oh, I'm so angry. Yeah. I, I've expressed so much energy throughout the podcast, I can't do it anymore. There was I get to the rap, I'm just like, ugh. Ugh. It's, it's that kind of anger that makes you laugh. Just like, yeah, welcome to my world, motherfucker. <laughs> Is this what you feel like on a weekly basis? This must suck. Yeah, I hate this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I like fucking downright loathe this movie. I mean, I don't know. There's just not a funny bone in it. There's not like, and I would consider myself a comedy. Like, I don't know. I love comedies. I like all sorts of different types of comedies. I like. You know, and it's like this movie, just fucking nothing. Just nothing. Like, I've seen, I've just, uh I've seen sitcoms that are funnier than this. I've seen, uh, yeah, like you said, everything from the costumes to the, I hate the, oh, uh, uh, this movie. <laughs> this movie just sucks. I don't like the storyline. I don't like, uh, just don't like anything. Just nothing about this movie. I like, to me, nothing redeeming about this movie. I don't like it. Period. Did we mention about how it should be like a fun yell at the screen type of film? But like we didn't even have that. It doesn't even muster that. No, because we got into a lull part of the way through where we were just dead silent watching it happen in front of us for a long time. Because you're like getting through a scene. They end the scene. They go like right back to the same scene. It's like, God damn it. Did these people already kidnap these people? Like, let's go. Dragged on. Let's have a different thing happen. They're like, let's move it. So, yeah, I fucking, I wouldn't recommend this forever. I would never. I've never even talked about this movie to anybody. Ever. I've never even been like, don't see it. I just don't talk about it. <laughs> I just fucking, <laughs> I just pretend like it just doesn't. Just don't even, don't. Yeah, it's it's a I movie know. that shall not be yeah. named. Hey, I heard about this movie. Like, Hot sh- said, nope. Sh- 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 don't speak. Don't, don't. Well, I'm don't, just talking don't, about, don't, no, no, don't no, speak. Don't speak. Don't speak. Don't speak. No. Be don't, still. Don't. Be still. So, yeah, fuck this movie. <laughs> Moving on. Five for five. No, he loves this movie. I fucking love this movie. I I really do. This is like, I mean, like, you know, it's my favorite guilty pleasure movie. I I really, okay, I mean, like, I acknowledge, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably like, it's universally considered a bad movie. Is it a bad movie? Yeah, it's kind of a fucking bad movie. It, you know, it, it is garnered a bad movie. It has lots of holes, but, the thing is, is like Bruce Willis just, I don't know, he's like a fucking cat burglar and a thief and just his jokes and his comedy, he's just, he's having fun. And to me, it's infectious. It just, it's a movie that I watch and makes me fucking smile. It makes me just happy. Like I watch this movie and I feel happy inside. 
Um, and to the rest of you motherfuckers, you know, welcome to my fucking world. You know, I sat there over fucking bullets over Broadway going like, this ain't funny. Uh, it's not funny at all. This is where Tom just where chews us all out it's like, and leaves. You know, like, 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 you know throws the microphone. Can you go, can you go down you, the list? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> just tear us all apart. All right, man. All right, yeah. Suppose our Broadway was fucking funny. So, like, I didn't you fucking didn't find that funny. I didn't fucking find that funny. I find this funny. You know, so there. Fine. You know? All right, Travis is done. You and your goddamn fucking. Fucking rabbits, Wait, man! It's gonna be pointing at Sean. Sean, you're in your fucking rabbits. That That's your manos. Yeah, it is my man. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, we all acknowledge that movie was bad. Yeah, though. that movie was bad. We we, we did acknowledge that that movie. Wait, was get bad. him. Get Sean. <laughs> oh yeah. What is this? His <laughs> fucking douchebag in bruises. Did we watch him bruises? I don't think so. Not here. No. Those suck. In Bruges is awesome. In Bruges is awesome. That is a great movie. That is a great movie. Corky Hitman. That is a great movie. Fucking duck duck soup, motherfuckers. Yes. Bring duck soup to the podcast. See how that fucking goes over. And the freak show is never the same. This is we fracture here. Let's just do our wrap up or not. Oh no, this is good. We're getting roasted by Tom. <laughs> do, do Colin, do Colin. Right, Colin, do Colin. Yeah, what'd you have to watch? Oh, yeah, Colin. go for it. Come on. This right, is gonna be the podcast. It's gotta be, it's gotta yeah. be his good news. Twenty five minutes. Yeah, see? We cut got, other, we got we've lots cut, of We've cut other podcasts in an hour. No fucking reason this shouldn't be a goddamn save. Go Tom. Go. Go. We're talking about things that aren't relevant. Alright, get like, me. Don't relate to anything. Oh, what that 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 musical. Repo. Uh, Repo the Genetic Abra. That's all I got to say. Repo the Genetic Abra. He Still has one of our top rated episodes yeah, on yeah, iTunes. Rebuttal. Yeah. Bye, yeah, fucking What do they know? <laughs> what do they know? <laughs> and Brett, thank you for all the middling fucking terrible 90s viewers. <laughs> Woo. Now, I recommend Hudson Hawk. Do we tell him Watch to switch it. off his mic? We like edit all that other it's shit before the I recommend. I like it. <laughs> Time I hit stop like half hour. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. I know you did. No, I, I, I like. It. I recognize it's a bad movie, but to me, it makes me happy and smile. And you know what? I know. Like to me, this is it, it's a freak show movie. It's a fucking shitty movie that I like. And you know what? I'm fucking gonna <laughs> throw it out there and be like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, like unlike Sharknado, unlike Sharknado, you know, where it was a shitty movie and that I hadn't seen, that is still a shitty movie. This one, I actually like. Cool. I can't ask for more of that. Right. Okay, so that's uh, <laughs> Hudson Hawk on Saturday Night Freak Show. Next week, it's going to be my pick. Oh God. <laughs> and here it comes. The summer of Swayze continues with Roadhouse. Yes. So far, we're Road just House. watching yes. bad movies this summer. That's all we're going to yes. do is like, I just want to spend every Saturday wait, watching wait, the wait, shittiest wait, wait, wait. movies. Have ever you been. seen Roadhouse? No. Well, how do you know it's bad? <laughs> because it's Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse. Find out. I don't that, need to see that's it. why it's oh awesome. Find out next week that's on it. the Saturday we're Night Free Show. Man for my <laughs> we're going to watch shitty movies or watch Meteor Man. Uh oh. No, I would never do Myself, yeah. So that's next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show. You can find us right here. Don't remember. Oh, don't remember. Don't remember. Don't remember to find us on Facebook at SaturdayNightFreakShow.com. And that's it. We're out. Holy shit.